books without actually spending time reading books. Well, it sounds like a big mysterium. It sounds like a big mystery. The thing is, it's actually quite easy. You need to understand the following. First of all, there are two different types of time. The first one is the primary one. Essentially, this means that whenever you do something, you probably are doing one thing. One thing with system two. System two being the rational you, system one being the you that is acting completely automatical, basically controlling your breathing and stuff like this. Now, the thing is, whenever you do something as a primary activity, you are probably doing it with system two. I mean, you can think and cycle at the same time, which means you are doing something as a secondary activity also. For example, thinking and, well, driving, cycling at the same time. What I'm currently doing is I'm driving. But the thing is about the primary activity is that it's a thing you choose to do anyway. It's much more about priorities rather than which system actually acts. But usually, priority one is something system one also acts upon. So therefore, I am currently driving. So therefore, my time is already fixed. What I now can do is, if the time is already fixed, I can add another secondary activity. And sometimes, what is possible is this. If I'm driving, for example, I cannot do anything else. If I now add a secondary activity that I otherwise would have to do as a primary activity then effectively saving time. It's it's actually quite easy if you think about it. I'm driving and I'm currently recording something. I could also drive and then record something but the thing is that would take exactly double the time at least when I'm recording all the time driving. Now the thing is about reading. Reading is essentially a primary activity that requires you to not do any other activity at the same time. I mean, you could make an argument that you can drive bike as a primary activity and also read as a secondary activity, but it would be pretty visually confusing and the chances that you actually get involved into an accident in an accident would probably increase. Another thing is how to read without actually reading, without actually spending time reading, is this. We as humans have different inputs, and one of these inputs is the visual input. You use the visual input for getting information in, and we are mainly visually based, I would say, from anywhere ranging from 70 to 80 percent is so of our perception is based on visual stimuli. The thing is, what you now can do is you can switch them. Because the thing is, I now need my visual processing power for driving actually. But I am using, or rather, there's a better example. When you are cycling, you have to use your visual input outputs are kind of not really the output because you don't have a visual output but the input processing power in order to cycle but since cycling is kind of a thing that happens automatically you only 
don't the only thing that prevents you from actually reading is that in order to read you have to have a visual in front of you and this is something that can really be matched it could be matched in the future with augmented reality but also then it would be pretty hard because you would actually have to see the words in front of you and look at maybe not look at but maybe just with one stare see all the text in front of you and then you could read could be the thing is what usually works better is if you switch from reading text to listening to the text in audio format so now the hack is out the hack is reading books as a secondary activity as audiobooks this enables you to read basically as many books as you want because there are so many activities which have to be done as primary activities of course this doesn't mean that you otherwise wouldn't use the time wisely most of us probably think a lot in as secondary activity for example when driving you just think about things or you listen to music and think about things or you don't think at all which is also a use of your time basically whenever you're driving you're probably already using the time as a secondary activity some way in some way the thing now is if you want to read more you of course so the thing is you already have a existing set of certain activities that probably are your everyday life but the thing is if you want to read more and if you don't want to spend time reading you can't just replace some of these long drives where you're essentially already probably bored because at some point you just run out of stuff to think if there is no other input or output I guess so if you don't talk to someone or if you don't listen to something new of course you can still think about things and but since thinking is very limited in terms of actually solving problems, it's essentially, I think of thinking, so the actual thinking that happens in my mind, as not very efficient at all. I mean, writing already is better for solving problems. Maybe drawing sometimes is better. I mean, it depends. But just the pure act of thinking is, also with the eyes of visualizing, for example, is often much better at problem solving, I guess, than just thinking, thinking words, so, well, back to audiobooks, what this essentially allows you to do is you can read as many books as you want, I started reading books or listening to books like a few years ago, so there's this kind of problem, so now we are transitioning into the how-to part, the problem is that not all books are available as audiobooks and audiobooks are still like a little bit of a niche market. There is Audible, one of the biggest companies, and Audible is owned by Amazon. The thing is, nowadays everything is moving to flat rates. And Audible also kind of has a flat rate where you pay $8.99, I think, for one audiobook a month. So you essentially buy one audiobook a month, that's it. So it's not like a real flat rate. You only get one coupon for one audiobook a month. The thing is, there are also other other services already out there which offer really a flat rate but uh, much a little bit of a narrow offer offering so what I used and I tried is a service called script and this essentially I mean it also has other offerings such as really read scripts and also real books so actual textbooks 
and also audios and also sometimes the audiobooks have PDFs added to them because not everything can be displayed as an audio. For example, if you have a book about math or about physics, I mean, reading the equations is not very useful often. The thing is, you just sometimes need to see the thing. So the audiobook thing is kind of limited to everything that is purely language-based and not so much needs other visual inputs like images or equations. So when it comes to actually getting Audible, there is usually this offer that you can get three coupons for $24.99, which I used in the past. And I read a lot of books with this, but I also paid a lot of money for it. Then, what I discovered is that almost, at least in Europe, and I am in Germany, the public libraries actually offer some books, and there is there are some offerings that are quite nice. So, the English audiobook library, kind of, and the English public library is, it's not really the English public library, but there is a service called, um, I can't remember the name right now because I haven't used it in quite a while. Well, I don't remember the service. It's something with O, I guess. But I cannot remember it right now. The thing is, I used Audible, and then I just switched to Public Library, because essentially there were a huge chunk of books available, and the thing is, I was at a very small town, the Public Library, and they just didn't have a digital offering, neither did they have a huge English offering. And I switched them to the library of a bigger city, and actually what they offered was something that was like, okay, I actually am interested in these books, like, and I don't only read the books in order to increase my count on my reading list. So, check out public libraries, you may also get a student discount if you're still a student, or you are still a, what is the word for the thing before student? It's called pupil, but that's not the thing I'm searching for. Well, but that's essentially how you read books without spending any time reading books.